0: Hello and welcome everybody to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I am your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got a lot to talk about today, but before we get into what we need to talk about, such as our loss against Portland and the upcoming Cali Classico, there's something that needs to be addressed that was, uh, unfortunately, uh, that happened yesterday to one of our players. Um, uh, This is about uh, Derek Williams and... uh, And I had posted something on Instagram yesterday uh, late at night at around midnight, right before I went to bed. But um, this is what I put in my Instagram and what I posted on the Insider Galaxy IG. I, I stated, As sports fans, sometimes we get caught up in the moment. And as humans, we make mistakes. However, by no means is racial abuse and discrimination acceptable in our sport that we call the beautiful game. As a human... I'm certain that Derek Williams realizes what he did during Saturday's game was terrible and he expects to be punished. As sports fans, you can give your opinion on how long his punishment can be and give your stupid takes. But once you make racist and hateful remarks, you have crossed the line. This is not acceptable in our sport, but in our society. We stand by with you, Derek. Now, I posted this up yesterday and if you're listening to this and don't know what I am talking about or don't know what this post is about, um. Well, first off, what happened on Saturday? I think that everybody knows, um, or that no, most people know, is that Derek Williams, uh, went in for a tackle, uh, against Andy Polo, and unfortunately, uh, Andy Polo that ended Andy Polo's um season, uh, this year. Uh, I think he had like a torn, uh, like he something happened with his meniscus, and he had like uh a, like a torn ligament or something. It was a pretty brutal, uh, injury at the end of it, but um. Uh, Williams went in for the tackle and immediately got a red. But uh, yesterday was uh, on social media, specifically on Instagram. Derek Williams got some racist and hateful, and even, including even death threats on his social media um, from other, uh, I guess, quote unquote, fans of the game. And uh, was was which is bombarding him with all these racist, hateful remarks on his Instagram and and it was and it's a shame to see this online and to, and not yeah I mean it's just insane to see it in general not even whether it's online in person wherever it may be that none of this is cool none of this is 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 right and so it's very sickening to see this um now I didn't now Derek Williams did end up limiting his comments and and I think uh took off the comment section on one of his posts but I did see some of the comments on the internet and yeah i mean it was very hurtful and it's very um unnecessary to do um honestly like it, it very it is it is unnecessary to do this to a player and to a person that you don't even know and like i said in my in my post i, I said that williams is for sure i am for sure that he knows what he did on saturday was not right and as humans, and being one, you know, sometimes people think we are one race, which in a sense we are, which is the human race. And as humans, we, ne- we need to learn how to forgive people. Now, some people don't forgive Derek Williams on this. Some people think he, and and, and some people think that he should be suspended for how long or, or for a long time or whatever. But, you know, and, and I guess that's fine. To say, to say the least. But at the end of the day, he is a human, and he made a mistake, that I'm pretty sure he, kind of regrets, or maybe not even kind of, more like he does regret. I, I he knows what he knows what he did. But again, to say race racist and hateful remarks to a person like that is just it's unbelievable to see, just unbelievable, and um, like what what like tell me like what, what confuses me the most is that why would why would anybody think that saying these remarks or these comments is going to do anything because it's not it's definitely not going to bring Andy Polo back um from injury he's done and he's going to have to wait it out, which is unfortunate, by the way, hopefully. And by the way, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Hopefully everything turns out OK. And hopefully this doesn't affect him in the long run and long run of his career. Um, But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's very unfortunate that his season has ended, by the way. Um, But yeah, though, like there's just no need for this. There is no need for this. And like I said, in our sport, and there's no need for this in our society. And 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 what's even like worse is that they're saying death threats. Death threats. You you are you are implying that you're going to take this man's life for something that happens in sports. It it like honestly, to those who have, I hope none of you guys have ever said any death threats to anybody who to those who are listening i hope none of you guys have ever said any death threats to anybody but if you're going to do it to a person that you don't even know and to a person that definitely does not deserve to to quote unquote die i guess you're a bum like I hate to break it to you. You are a bum for for saying that I am going to kill you for this little reason. Like it it makes no sense to me that you are going to do this and you are going to say this to a person. And by the way, I hate it because you're doing it behind a screen. You're doing it on your phone or on your computer or wherever you're wherever you you use social media, your social media apps. You're doing this behind a screen. You don't got, I mean, I I don't even, I don't, like, there's just so much in my mind that, like, it just makes no sense. I mean, you're a bum and you're weird for, like, giving that death threats out. Like, what's wrong with you? Go do something with your life, okay? Okay. I understand that the emo, like I said in my Instagram post, as sports fans we get caught up in the moment. We say stupid things when we get emotional when our favorite team loses or or wins or whatever it may be. Whether there's a there's a there's a bad call, whatever it may be, that we we say we get caught up in the moment. But you're really getting caught up so much that you're going to take someone's life. What I, what the hell's what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, it, it really it really makes no sense that, you know, you're going to say that to somebody that you don't even know, by the way. You don't even know. I, I mean, I don't know Derek Williams. I mean, it would be awesome if I got if I if I were to get to meet him. But I don't say anything bad about him personally. I don't say anything bad about him, about his personal life or his personal uh, experiences and goals or whatever he does. You know, we might critique him on the field because he's a soccer player. And for example, me having this podcast, I, I'm here to critique the galaxy. I'm here to talk about the galaxy. I'm here to talk about how we played, how we lost, how we won, whatever it may be. But when it comes to personal issues and personal um, experiences, I I have no, I have no control over that and I have no reason to talk about it. And, and that's just, and that's just it, you know, that's it. So I mean, this has to stop. This has to stop, and Derek Williams does not deserve this at all. And by the way, uh, to the to the like what I've seen online and what I've seen on the internet, I've seen that it was mostly um, Peruvian, um, yeah, Peruvians. On, on social media because Andy Polo's Peruvian and a lot of that Peruvian community or a lot of the Peruvians on social media came over to Derek Williams um, socials and, and was the and was the main ones that were attacking him. I don't know if there was any Portland fans that were doing this as well. I, I hope not. I mean, there I did see some comments in English. So there, there were some people here in the States that were that were that were joining on this, too. But for if you're a Portland fan, which I don't think any Portland fans are in here, and I don't think any Portland fans are going to listen to this. But if you're a Portland fan and you were a part of this, you should be a damn sh- You should be ashamed of yourself. That, I mean, that's a damn shame that you that you, as a Portland fan, would join in on this. I mean, Jesus man, <sighs> this is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. It doesn't need to happen. You don't need to do this. You don't need to say these things to get your point across. Derek Williams, we stand by with you. um, As the Galaxy community and the G family, we are with you. Um, Once you put on that uniform, it, um, you are a G for the rest of your life. It does not matter if you were here for one year. It doesn't matter if you end your career here. You are a G. And we're here with you. As long as you are in that Galaxy uniform, we are by your side you don't deserve this you really don't deserve uh, to get these uh, remarks and these these acts of discrimination and i hope none of you galaxy fans because there were some galaxy fans who were upset at williams i hope none of you guys were a part of this either and if you and if you were you're not a g plain and simple you're not a g if you were a part of this so Derek williams we stand by with you man at this at this point I I don't I don't care how many games you're suspended I don't care how many I don't care if you if you don't play it like the rest of the season like some people say we're with you bud. we're with you and uh and hopefully you also didn't do this intentionally which I don't think you did you didn't you did not do this intentionally so yeah we stand by with you Derek we love you brother um yeah guys the, that is uh just had to get that uh off the chest first. For sure, um, because it's unacceptable. It really is unacceptable to uh, to see that on the internet and to see that happen to one of our players. So, yeah, got it. That that had to be the first thing to be addressed on this podcast. So, yeah, now we can move on to what we're going to talk about on our show. So, what is there to talk about? Well, we got to talk about our loss against Portland and how I felt about that match, and we also got a preview of San Jose. Coming up because it is rivalry week, guys. I mean, as much as we feel a little bit doom and gloom with the whole situation with Derek Williams, we should feel excited because it's another rivalry game this week. So we'll be talking about that as well. And also, before we get into this, um, I actually want to give a special shout out to my family in Mexico because uh, my dad told me that he had sent my podcast over there to my family in Mexico, and uh, apparently they enjoyed it, but they did not understand what I said. So I'm going to say a few things in Spanish here before we get on to what I was going to talk about, but um, yeah, um, saludos a toda mi gente de México, mi familia de allá, uh, saludos de todos de NESA, gracias por escucharme y escuchar mi programa, ya sé que no entiendes lo que estoy diciendo eh, eh, por mucho de mi programa, uh, mi papá me dijo que la única palabra que entendieron era chicharito, <laughs> so, uh, pero gracias por escucharme. Aunque no sabes qué estoy diciendo en todo mi programa. Pero gracias, mi familia. Saludos a todos. Uh, ojalá que todos estén bien allá. Y si eres mexicano y estás escuchando esto, saludo a mi, mi, mi raza, mi raza mexicano. Y, y de cualquier parte de, de Latinoamérica. Saludos a todos. So, yeah. Huge shout out to my family in Mexico. Huge shout out to all the Latin Gs. Uh, shout out to all the Gs in Latin America. Just shout out to everybody. So, uh, yeah. So, let's get into uh, our loss against Portland. Now, that was something that was not expected. Let's talk about what happened. The Galaxy started off very well. They had a lot of control, and they had a lot of possession during the first half. Galaxy were definitely the better team in the first half, without a doubt. The only problem is they couldn't get get it behind the net, which was okay. But we we had a lot of possession. We were controlling this game in Portland, and uh, yeah, I mean like I said the only the only issue we had was that we couldn't get it behind the net. Now once we got into the 30th minute, Portland was starting to get chances, they were starting to pick it up a bit. Um but again, just like us, they couldn't get it behind the net. It was a very very close match. I still think the Galaxy were definitely the better team in the first half, but it was but it was still a very very close match. Then 43rd minute happens. In the 43rd minute, of course, as we talked about in the beginning, Derek Williams goes in for a terrible tackle and gets the gets a red card. Unfortunately, injuring Andy Polo and ending his season. And like I said, he he had his uh, a torn meniscus and or he he messed up his meniscus and had like I think like some torn ligament. I, I don't know the full details, but I did see that he point is his season's done. Um, yeah. So it's unfortunate for Andy Polo that his season's over. But Derek Williams does get booked from the game, gets a red card, is suspended for at least for sure uh, this Saturday. He will be suspended and won't be playing. Then that's all in the first half. Second half of the game went completely upside down and went the other way around for the Galaxy. Like it just went a full 360, 180, whatever you want to say. But minute 47, Portland gets on the board by... A goal, a goal scored by Felipe Mora. Um, and okay, you know what? At this point, we're saying okay, it's a quick goal, one zero. We're still in the game, and uh, you know we're down ten men. We're still, uh, we're st- we're still in the game. Time goes by, minute minute sixty. Portland gets another goal by Felipe Mora, and they get a brace, or Felipe Mora gets a brace now the wheels are are coming off and if anything they've already been off then after that starris could have possibly bagged the goal in the 62 in the 62nd minute um it was unfortunate that he did it i thought he was going to score on that one but it was unfortunate that daniel starris did not get that behind the net but that was probably the only chance that we saw from the second half that we could have gotten a goal and maybe bring it, bring the momentum back to us then a penalty was awarded in the 67th minute and Diego Valeri scores, which by the way, another incident where VAR completely stinks. I mean, that was not a penalty whatsoever. And I mean, it was, oh my God, it was not a penalty. And I didn't realize, and like, I knew it wasn't a penalty on Saturday, but when I saw the highlights, I was like, I was like, that's not even a penalty. What the, like, it, it made, like, it made no an- Jesus, I mean, and the fact was like, I hate it when these like, like analysts and everybody's just like, well, if it's clear and obvious, it's like, dude, it's clear and obvious. It's clear and obvious to anybody who has eyes. I mean, I mean, come on. Stevie Wonder could see that and, and say it's a, it's not a penalty. Like, come on, dude. Like it wasn't a penalty. Like nobody touched him flopped. I mean, it, it was on un- like, ugh, like far stinks, man. Far stinks. That that's just, that's just it. Var stinks. In Major League Soccer, but what are you going to do? I guess. What are you going to do? The goals, the penalties awarded, uh Diego Valeri scores. And I think that was his first goal of the season. And then after that, nothing happens. Nothing happens. We lose 3 0 in Portland. Don't even grab a goal. Very, very unfortunate. Now, what are my opinions on VAR? I mean, not on VAR. What are my opinions on the match? Well, I think the question we got to ask ourselves here, and I think a lot of people were asking this question as well was um like how can a team collapse that hard during a match it it is a question that we got to ask ourselves here because how like we're 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 down one one player and i think yes this does take a toll i keep hitting my mic um yes i think this does take a toll on a team when you have one less player because the teams are uneven it's unbalanced like one extra player can make you the difference, whether you win a game or you tie a game or whatever. One player can make a difference. Yeah, and I think it does, and I think you can give that excuse that it does take a toll on the team, and it is, it is, and it is rare for a team to come up with a win or maybe even squeak in a tie. Um, when you have less than ten play, when you have less than eleven players, I mean, when you, like for example, since it's the since it's the spirit of of the Cali Classico this week, uh, you know, like. Unless it's like that one time where Mike McGee went it's a goal and we end up squeaking a tie somehow uh, with down 10 men, by the way, no goalkeeper and down 10 men, you know, like unless I mean it like those instances that happen are very rare. So, I mean, it is possible that we were just going to lose this match straight up with with 10 men down. However, a team should not lose 3-0, not in just a game, but in one half when you're missing one player, like a lot of people and maybe even including myself said that once Derrick Williams got this red card, there was no way for the Galaxy to um, to win this game, which is fair. It's a fair assessment, I think. But to lose 3-0 in one half, one half is unacceptable. I think it's, it's, it's unacceptable to have a blowout like this. A close loss, like a 1-0 loss, or heck, even if you want to say 2-0, maybe, is acceptable, but definitely not 3. And definitely like it's not acceptable and and by the way Portland could have scored more than the more than the more than three and like I said last week when they played against San Jose it looked like they could have won 5-0 easily same thing with this match I feel I felt like Portland had so many chances where they could have scored but which by the way they didn't because Bond is amazing we'll talk about Bond in, in a little bit but I mean they had so many chances they could have made this more than 30. This could have been a 50 loss if they if they wanted to. So, I mean, yeah. That I keep hitting my mic. <laughs> I keep hitting my mic cuz it's so close close to me. But anyways, they could have made this a much uh larger deficit for sure. I I, I in my opinion and what I saw that on that uh on that game. Our defense was terrible. Let's let's just face it. Um and it could be just because of the fact that we were down one one guy, but we made a sub. We took out Efrain Alvarez out and put a Nick DePue. So our defense was still very much intact, but we just played bad. We played terrible. I mean, it, it was unfortunate that there was so many times where Portland got into our goal and the fact that Bond was basically the last man standing, which as a goalkeeper, you are kind of the last man standing. But I mean, it's like Bond can't do this by himself like I mean like credits a bond for having such a such a great game like even in a 3-0 loss like he has such a great game he has so many saves but it's like he can't do everything by himself like bond is for sure our goalkeeper Jonathan bond is for sure the goalkeeper that we've been looking for for many years because we've I felt like we've had a uh, like a few years where we didn't really have a good goalkeeper for like 100% bond is our guy but just because Bond is our guy does not mean he needs to do everything. Like, and it, and it makes, and it frustrates, and it frustrates you. Like, Bond could be, Bond could have the most saves in the league. But you know what, and like I said, you know what that means? That, that, that means your, your defense is, is terrible because there's so many times where they're shooting the ball that a goalkeeper has to save it. So it's like Bond is a great goalkeeper, and shout out to him for, for, uh, having so many saves and leading the league in saves actually i think he might be tied now i think i saw that i'm not sure but you know bond is a, is, is a great keeper but man like like our defense need, needs to step up a bit Um, and our defense can play good i mean there has been instances where they can play good and they they did definitely did not show it in this game so it's unfortunate that our defense was bad but yeah i mean those are my opinions i guess on the match actually When it comes to Derek, let's get into Derek Williams a bit again. Uh, Obviously, in the beginning of the show, I already talked about the whole, you know, the whole racial abuse and things like that. But let's talk about his suspension. Now, for sure, Derek Williams will not play this Saturday against San Jose because he got the red card. Now, the question that everyone's been asking, and we haven't gotten any information out, um, out of anybody, is that how many more games will be added on to that? Now, a lot of people were giving their opinions and saying how many games he should be suspended for. Obviously, there was people like Stu Holden who said that he should be suspended um until Andy Polo gets back, which now it's until next season. And I even commented on that. I'm saying, dude, you're a stooge. You don't know what you're talking about. This is a part of the sports. This part this 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 happens in sports. There's there's no need for a player to be suspended for an entire season. Now, obviously as I posted that and we saying that my brother was actually talking about talking to me about this. And he was like, well, like, you know, it's like, I understand how you're feeling and I probably agree with you, but at the same time, it's not completely, um, impossible or not, or it is realistic for someone to be banned for an entire season due to a injury or a tackle like this. My, my brother actually gave me an example that happened a couple years back, uh, with, uh, with, with Guadalajara, with Chivas. Um, Pollo Briseño, who's a player on on Chivas, uh, was the one who uh, basically split uh, Giovanni dos Santos' as a, like ham- like leg or thigh on that one game uh, in a in a Super Clasico, and um, and Pollo Briseño was actually in those conversations, or the league was in those conversations with with uh, Chivas in the league, saying like, hey, like you might be suspended for the rest of the season until Giovanni comes back, and which in a sense they did because they gave him a four game suspension technically. Because the league was about to end in they had, they only the league only had like four games left, uh to uh to uh what's it called? League, League, of had four games left to end the season or at least the regular season, and so. Like obviously and Chivas weren't in playoff contention for Liga MX and stuff like that. So uh what they did was they gave Pollo Riseño a four game suspension and then once the season came back in, Giovanni was basically good to go, ready to play again. And uh and so that was technically his suspension till Giovanni came back. But at the but that was kind of different. But in a sense, yes, this has been like this has happened before where discussions of players getting banned or suspended until another player comes back from injury, you know, it has happened before and those conversations have happened before. So um it could be a possibility that Derek Williams could be in this situation as well. But um but I don't know. I don't I don't think personally, I just don't think that Derek Williams deserves a season long suspension. Um I, I just don't. I think I this is a this is a terrible injury and this is a gruesome tackle um you know like for sure he's going to get added on more games. Derrick Williams deserves to get added more games. Now my my thing is that he'll probably get at least a 3 game suspension or or actually in fact I the the way I th- I was thinking of, of how they're going to deal with the suspension I was thinking that for sure he's going to get suspended. The with, with, for sure he's not playing this Saturday. But that's not going to count as his three-game suspension. He's gonna—he's not going to play this Sunday and once or Saturday and once we get get into that three-week break uh, for the MLS, he's not gonna. And when they come back, he's not going to play for three more games. That's what I think realistically uh, the league might do with uh, Derrick Williams, but uh, who knows? I mean, it re- it really is uh, difficult to see who uh, Derrick Williams, or it is difficult to see how many games Derrick Williams is going to get, especially with no information yet on how many games he will be suspended for. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is crazy to to see this, and it, and and like I said multiple times during this show, hopefully. Andy Polo has a speedy recovery or you know a a, a good recovery and hopefully this doesn't affect them long term so yeah uh hopefully you get better Andy um now uh yeah that was it for the game at least for what happened on Saturday now there was a lot of news on or a lot of talk on social media a lot of beef with Portland fans and Galaxy fans and there was a bunch of stooges out there for sure Uh, um Portland definitely a bunch of bunch of stooges you know they were saying that galaxy fans were uh what's it called were saying that this was a good tackle and things like that and how at the game where the the galaxy fans who traveled which by the way those who had traveled i hope you had a i well maybe you didn't have a fun trip because we lost but hopefully you did kind of have somewhat of a fun trip and hopefully you came back home safe but um yeah there was a lot of portland fans who were saying that. oh even the galaxy fans Here in the stadium, we're cheering on for the tackle, and they posted a picture of Galaxy fans literally just sitting there doing nothing. And it's like, dude, and sorry for me cursing, but dude, shut the fuck up. Like, like the Galaxy fans aren't even cheering now. Obviously, it wasn't at the game, so maybe this this was taken after quote unquote the Galaxy fans were cheering on the tackle. But I doubt that anybody was cheering on that tackle. Like, whether you were there live or you saw it on TV, you know that was. Not a good tackle and you know there was nothing to cheer about with from any team. So I don't know how you can say that. And there was a lot of Portland fans, you know, you know, throwing Galaxy fans like like kind of under the bus for no reason, saying that we like supported the tackle and this and that. And it's like, no, dude, we do not support the tackle. We do not support the fact that Derek Williams made that that tackle. The only thing that you can question us about is the probably, you know, how long he should be suspended for. But again, it's like, dude, it's like, come on, like nobody was a fan of this, and this was unnecessary. So, like, how can you, how can you say this? Like, and I even uh, retweeted someone's comment, and I was like, dude, you're just making Galaxy fans look bad. Like, just come on, bro. Like, quit being a stooge. Now, for sure, there were some Galaxy stooges as well. Um, I heard a lot of a big excuse with uh for the I guess the quote unquote tackle was uh that Portland should get turf. And that's why Andy Polo got injured more than he should have. Which, by the way, I'm here to break it to you guys. The turf had nothing to do with this injury. This was completely physically body-on-body contact was the reason why Andy Polo got, got hurt. Now, obviously, was the fall to synthetic turf much harder than it would be on natural grass? Sure. I'll agree with that. But the turf didn't the turf was the least of and of that the least of the problems when it came to that injury. Like it was definitely more of how Derek Williams came in and how and where he hit. I mean, he basically did hit him in the knee, which by the way, he messed up his meniscus. Um you know, which is not a fun injury or not an easy injury to take. I mean, my brother uh, fucked up his meniscus and and sorry for cussing, but my brother messed up his meniscus uh, a few years back already. And, uh, you know, you know, you know, it, it wasn't fun for him for sure. Um, yeah, so definitely not a fun injury. And, and I definitely don't think that the turf had anything to do with Andy Polo's injury when it comes to that. Now, do I agree that, that, Portland and uh, maybe even Seattle need to get rid of the turf and put natural grass. Absolutely, but at the same time, I understand why they have turf. It rains there a lot, and it would definitely mess up natural grass even more than it would with turf. But anyways, that that's it when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, a lot of internet stooges out there this weekend uh, from both sides and from other teams too. Like the like there was a lot of there was a lot of uh you know stupid takes out there. Um yeah and uh speaking of the pacific northwest actually and portland and seattle in general in the last seven games we've only in the last seven games against portland and seattle like both of them we have only won one game which is uh which is kind of shocking and kind of embarrassing to to you know to see um this was actually posted by my good buddy or good friend uh la galaxy central um he posted a post of you know how the the losses and the scores of the last 7 games between Portland and Seattle uh so let's look at let's look at it uh August 18th in 2018 5-0 loss against Seattle uh July 27th 2019 4-0 loss to Portland September 2nd 2019 4-3 loss to Seattle I remember that one that was, that one was a very tight game um October 28th. 2020 well i just oh i skipped one that's why my bad um september 2nd 2020 we got a three one two win over portland so that's good um october 28th uh 2020 5-2 loss to portland and then when it comes to, and then the next one was uh May 2nd, 2021, uh, 3-0 loss to Seattle. That was a few weeks ago. And then obviously the 3-0 loss to Portland this this week. And this is up there in the Pacific Northwest. This is not just here. or This this does not include here. This includes up there. Um, because we did lose to seattle or no we did lose to portland like six two when they came over here last season and stuff like that but specifically in the pacific northwest we have had trouble over the fa- over the past couple of years now so it is interesting to see those to see those uh i guess stats in a sense uh but it is also embarrassing to kind of know that hey we have not been playing good up there in the pacific northwest so uh and which by the way it's very difficult to play in those games i mean i I feel like those atmospheres are very uh difficult to play in for any team obviously when you look at seattle huge stadium everything's more open a little bit more capacity than the average mls stadium so it gets very loud in there so yeah and then for portland much smaller stadium but much more enclosed which still makes it even loud because everything's enclosed and all the roof... Everything's closed with all the roof canopies and everything, you know. It just makes it more intimidating to be at. So, yeah, I mean, I understand that those games, those uh, locations are very difficult for teams to go play at. But, man, only one out of seven games we've, uh, we've won up there in the Pacific Northwest. And that one game, there was no fans as well. So, man. Sheesh. Sheesh. I mean, man. Crazy. Anyways... That was uh Portland. Uh, our recap against Portland and my opinions and stuff that happened this weekend. So yeah, that's it on that. Let's get into our preview against San Jose. Cali Classico, baby. Something to get excited about, guys. Another a rivalry game before we get into this three-week break, which by the way, I have no idea what I'm gonna be what I'm gonna do during that three-week break when it comes to this this show. Um, but we'll get into that later, I guess, but let's look at San Jose and what they did over the weekend in their, uh, match. So San Jose lost in their previous game against Sporting Kansas city, uh, Sporting, uh, Kansas city won three, one, uh, at San Jose. So in their home, uh, so San Jose did not have the best of, uh, weekends like we did. I mean, at least they, at least they got a goal in, but they still lost three, one, um, uh what happened in that let's see what um <clears throat> excuse me um let's talk about what happened in that game uh chofi scores a beauty L- let me tell you uh you know eduardo lopez a beauty in the f- in the fourth minute giving san jose the lead um but that was the only upside for san jose for the rest of the game uh minute 14th, uh kansas city scores they tie the game i forgot who scored on that um Andy Rios at one point missed missed a header where he could have scored for sure. I mean, it should have been a goal, really, and they could have uh t- taken the lead. Uh, Alan Pulido scores in the 60th minute for Kansas City to take the lead. Uh, another and honestly another beauty in that game. That w- that was a really nice goal by Alan Pulido. Uh, and then in the 74th minute, uh, KC calls the game. Uh, with another beauty. Um, by uh shoot, I don't I didn't write who, who scored the goal. But if you saw their third goal, it was definitely a very good goal for Kansas City. Uh Jackson Yule could have bagged another goal in the 80, 83rd minute, but uh after that nothing happened and uh San Jose lose three one. So yeah. When it comes to San Jose, um they are I feel like San Jose is definitely kind of in a situation where we are at when it comes to rebuilding a culture and rebuilding the organization obviously a few years ago they hired Matias Almeida which a person that I have that I well not necessarily necessarily that I know but a guy and a coach who I'm definitely grateful for when it comes to um, my other team you know my Mexican team Chivas who basically saved us from relegation and, and basically made Chivas you know one of the top Mexican teams for a few years and definitely made us look look good and a guy who definitely can change a culture around so uh yeah Matias Almeida a guy who I've had experience with and who's given me a lot of good memories but he's with San Jose now he's the enemy screw San Jose and but yeah I mean you have you have a guy right now Matias Almeida again a guy who's rebuilding a culture and his what he's doing in San Jose and and so far I mean it hasn't been amazing to say the least but he's definitely doing a good job rebuilding that that uh that organization for sure I mean when you look at last year the man was winning games in, in the bubble with an 80 year old Chris Wondolowski who's wearing a shirt a size bigger than he should have been wearing but I mean man like he, he was he was using these pieces in San Jose that weren't necessarily like big players but was still winning games um and got him to the playoffs in, in quite a long time and quite a long time yeah so uh yeah Matias Ameda is doing a very good job he brought some you know, ex Chivas players into the system and that's been helping them too as well. But when you look at San Jose on the start of this season, however, um, they definitely were starting good. They were three, one by week four, I think. Um, but they've lost the last three of their games. They're now three and four on the season. And, uh, San Jose is definitely, uh, having some trouble right now. Um, and it could be because they've been facing very good teams. I mean, they did face Seattle, they faced Portland, and then they faced Kansas City, who are three of probably some of the best teams in the league. Uh when you look when you look at the recent years at least. Um so yeah, definitely difficult games for San Jose these past few. But um like I said in the LAFC uh episode, uh records do not matter. Records do not matter. It doesn't matter that San Jose Lost three games, you can say that, oh, they're probably not going to win because they've been losing, they lost three games in a row. But at the end of the day, this is a rivalry game. Anything goes. Both teams are here to get the win, you know. And especially Galaxy right now, they're trying to prove that they're one of the best teams in the league. San Jose is just trying to get rid of that losing record. So both teams want to come in for this win here. And I think it's going to be a very, very close game uh, this Saturday. And it should be a fun one. Um, but yeah, and I think, and also it's very important for the Galaxy to get a win here before this three week break, because I mean, it it is just better to get that win, go on this little break, you come in better, refreshed, whatever it may be. Um, and then you, uh, you start proving everybody wrong on, on June 19th, where we will have full capacity at Dignity Health Sports Park. And hopefully we beat the Seattle Sounders that day, but we got to get this win first against San Jose. So, uh, yeah. It should be a fun one. Uh this week uh I think every MLS team will be wearing their Parley jerseys. We will be wearing ours on Saturday. I believe San Jose will as well. In fact, when it comes to the Parley jerseys, I did buy mine uh and it came in actually to or no, it came in yesterday, but I opened it up today. You guys probably saw on my Instagram and whatever, but I did open up the jersey that they'll be wearing this week. Let me tell you, it's a nice-looking jersey. At first, I did not want to buy this jersey. Uh I was not interested in this jersey. But then I saw a lot of people buying it. And the more I look at it and the more I look at the design, it made me want to buy it. <laughs> so um, I bought the jersey. I ended up buying it. And let me just tell you, the the pictures online and whatever you see online on the store, it does not do you justice. If you see it in person and you wear it and you feel it and, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're going to be like, holy shit, this, 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 this jersey was worth it. This this jersey definitely was worth it, and uh, yeah, and I think it and I think it is uh, a nice jersey, and I'm glad it's in my little jersey collection, which I also posted on my Instagram. It's actually laying on my on one of my beds here where I'm recording. Yeah, I got like six jerseys now. I have a I have a authentic Chicharito community kit. I have a 2007 Beckham kit uh, away jersey because that was one of my first jerseys that I got when I was a little kid. I ended up buying a new one for so it could fit me now. Uh, I have a home. 2018 jersey, not not a uh, not authentic. I think it's a replica. Technically, I didn't even buy it off of like the MLS store or anything. I bought this at some like local soccer shop. So who knows if it's even original or like anything um i mean it it did have adidas logos and and tags on it so it should be like a replica yeah and that one has signatures uh has some signatures of players that we don't have unfortunately now anymore it has signatures like bingham it has signatures like insua and pavon but uh but i also got sign. but i also got some signatures of people that we do have like jonato santos i have kobe jones signature on there uh galaxy legend uh, i think i have uh gina carlo gonzalez's signature on on that jersey as well but uh yeah, I, I don't know who else is on that is on that jersey. Oh, I think Joe Corona is on that jersey, so he's not with us anymore, unfortunately. But yeah, a lot of signatures on there that of players who aren't with us. But I still think it's cool that I got some signatures on there, and uh, and Jonah definitely he definitely signed my jersey. That his signature is huge on the, on my jersey. So uh, yeah, I got that one. Then I got my long sleeve community kit. Got my twenty eighteen or tw- no twenty nineteen uh, Navy authentic. And then I got the Parley Jersey, um, to complete it right now. I definitely want to get into the Jersey game. I definitely want to, uh, you know, get more jerseys, but we'll see. We'll see, uh, if I do. And if I have money, cause I did spend a lot of money these past couple weekends, but anyways, enough about my jerseys. Let's go back into San Jose for a little bit, but yeah, I think this is going to be a, definitely going to be a close game. I think this is definitely, uh, you know, anything can go, anything can go in this game for sure. Um, uh, my prediction either either a 2-0 win by the galaxy or a 2-1 win by the galaxy because i don't want to lose against san jose screw san jose screw the smurfs nobody likes uh nor nobody likes nobody likes san jose so yeah hopefully we get the win here i definitely will be bantering if we do win but i'm not gonna banter now i'm not gonna talk by my smack because the game hasn't happened i'll talk my smack once we beat san jose hopefully but yeah, that's the show. That's the show for today. Yeah, I thank I can't thank you guys for listening to the show. I can't thank you guys for uh, supporting the podcast, supporting the socials, whatever you, whatever you, you know. I'm just glad you're here. Uh, I'm glad that you are supporting a G, and thank you. Just thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the socials. And if you don't know the socials, well, I'm here to tell you right now. You can follow at Insider Galaxy on Instagram. You can follow my personal Instagram, DJ underscore Puerco. Uh, Yeah, that's my personal. And you can also follow my personal Twitter, which I'll definitely be going on again when it comes to uh, in-game reactions or my reactions during the game. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Double Underscore Eric. That is at It's Double Underscore E-R-I-C-K. And uh, yeah, yeah, those are my socials. Uh, I hope you all have a fantastic day Um, if you are going to the game I hope you have fun this is going to be the last game where we have limited capacity at Dignity Hill Sports Park and then three weeks later we'll be back at full capacity at Dignity Hill Sports Park where we take on the Seattle Sounders I will definitely be at that game uh, when when that when that comes about but uh yeah uh season tickets are available i think uh i've been thinking about getting some season tickets um i don't know if i if i'm gonna buy them yet but definitely interested in buying season tickets but if not i'll probably buy a single game ticket for the seattle game uh yeah uh i'll definitely be at that game but anyways hopefully you all have a great day today um Hopefully you all are safe. Uh, COVID cases are coming, are are starting to lower. Get vaccinated, stay safe, have a face mask, whatever you need to do. Have a great day, everybody. G's up. Seven words,